the acupuncturist. Yeah. Great establishing shot of Larry's face in the chair. I like that too. Um, they actually have two really good shots of Larry's like face is that, and then not almost the very end when uh, the guy's dad dies is skipping ahead, but I think it's a great shot of Larry's face as he stands up on the table and like the soy sauce is all over him. Great shot. Yes. So yeah, so we got two good shots of Larry's head. Unnaturally I... good shots for Curb. Larry's, yep. Uh, this actually, not that it really is relevant to this, but this was the first episode of Curb I ever watched. Is it? I remember very clearly, I started watching Curb on demand in high school, and back then they'd give you like half a season at a time, and the second half of season two is what was on demand, and it's the first of that of the second half. You know, I was a late bloomer with Curb. So this is what started it all. It's a pretty good episode to start with. Uh, yeah. It's got some, it's got some it, good curb structure. It's going to introduce it, you well to what a prototypical curb episode is. The structure is good. Um, I, I mean, I didn't have a ton to say. Well, what, where, where do you start off? Um, I start off in the deli when he runs into uh, Barry Wiener. Barry Wiener. Um, they're having this awkward conversation. Larry clearly, clearly doesn't want to be in it. He looks away as soon as he sees right. him. And then later in the conversation, he interrupts him and asks him the question about peanut butter. Uh-huh. Uh, which I liked. Uh, I always forget that Pete from 30 Rock is in this episode. Uh, do, you, do you actually think the supermarket has ever been out of peanut butter unless it's like a storm emergency? But probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pete is Joel Rifkin, the estate lawyer. Always forget about that. Yeah. I mean... It's very forgettable. He's actually an episode of The Office also in like season two. He's a photographer that tries to take a charge of Michael Scott twenty dollars per picture and takes like three hundred pictures. Yes. Uh there really isn't a lot in this episode. I like when uh when Jeff comes late to pick them up. Um, yeah. he he has a few good lines there. He just like exchanges pleasantries with Cheryl. And he says she looks really pretty, and he's like, and she's like, oh, you look pretty too. And he doesn't know what to make of it, and he says, I'm a pretty little girl. And yeah, just looks you, away. and he's laughing as he's saying it at the end. Um, you can tell he's breaking a little bit. And then when Larry comes down the stairs, and Cheryl's talking about Barry's look, and Jeff's just like really straight face, you look terrible. <laughs> which which was good. Um, this is kind of distracting me now, but was Jeff in the previous episode? No, he wasn't. Nope. I and mean, we didn't mention that during our recap, but he wasn't in it. No, he wasn't. Lewis was in it, but not Jeff. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so I did, like whole, I did like the whole scene with Jeff. And then even when they show up early at the birthday party and they're trying to make the excuse with the president, Cheryl gives it to her. And you don't even see him say it. it's, it's off camera, but you hear Jeff just say, it's from the three of us. <laughs> such, it's such a good Jeff line. That whole scene is, is, is a great curb scene. Larry's making up an excuse. Jeff is standing around like an idiot. Yeah. Jeff, uh, Cheryl's yeah. just kind of caught in the middle of it. She has no fault in this whatsoever. It's all Larry and or Jeff's fault. And, yeah. and Cheryl's just along for the ride. Well, you could give her a little fault for making him change. I mean. I guess. But it, apparently it took Larry 15 minutes to change. Right. Which would be his fault. Uh, I like the yeah. series of excuses they come up with. Uh, the, the sunglasses and then. Oh, yeah. we knew it was your birthday, so we brought you a gift. Yeah, so why don't you go inside first and get the sunglasses, and we'll just wait out here. <laughs> you know, the three of us just came to get the sunglasses back. Yeah, three of us came to get sunglasses. No, that, that's, that scene is good. Um, I actually had a few notes before 
not not super serious notes, but what earlier on when when Larry gets home from the deli mm-hmm. and Cheryl's like, so let's get this straight. You gave five thousand dollars to the guy to the acupuncturist, five thousand dollars to the asshole bear wiener. And then Larry goes to get the flowers, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, someone sent me flowers. And Cheryl just like casually shouts off screen, like, oh, did you give him a five thousand dollar tip? Like, I actually thought that was a pretty funny line, and it's one of the only funny lines I can ever remember remember Cheryl saying. I wrote that down too. Like when surprisingly just, good line from Cheryl. Yeah, it's it's not like the funniest thing ever said, but it's a surprisingly funny line, and it's by Cheryl. Um, it made me think the same thing that I need to I need to be on the lookout for more good Cheryl lines because I there know they exist a lot. Uh, they they're rare, but they're rare. They're, that was a good one. Most of I mean the majority of when she's funny is just like reacting off Larry and getting annoyed at him and how stupid his shit is. True. But this was just like a funny line making fun of him. Yeah, so that that was that was actually my my only note that with that we skipped. Um, oh no no no, it wasn't. Sorry, I, I have one more thing now. So at the when he's at the Japanese restaurant with Jeff, and the waiter lights the flambe and sets a shirt on fire. Uh, to the sequence of events, I rewound this to make sure I was right. Flambe is on fire. Mm-hmm. Larry throws water at the guy's sleeve. Yep, and you clearly see the flambe not on fire. The water set it out. Yep. And then the next frame, the flambe is back on fire without it being lit, like a split second later. True. Some bad editing. Bad curve editing. So who's the executive producer of the Groats thing? Because he did not do a good job here. Robert B. Weed, he just did not do a great job of that. Did, Continuity. That's, that's not good executive you gotta producer. always hit your mark. Uh, yeah. I also have no idea what's going on with this waiter. And I yeah, guess Larry that, and Jeff don't no. either. So like, what does it start with? So Larry asks him that question about Japanese custom, and he kind of freaks out. And Jeff says, "Oh, he's been weird all lunch." But like, there's that doesn't add up. Like, what do they really do to provoke him? Like, he would have seen clearly seen that like his shirt was on fire. That's why Larry threw the water at him. Yeah, like, you can't. Like, that kind of seemed really forced. And was that Japanese that he was yelling in? I, it didn't I, sound I, like Japanese. Well, I'm not fluent, but. I assume they would have had him actually speak Japanese there. Yeah. I looked him up. He's been in a lot of things. He looked a little familiar, but then I wasn't sure if he really was. Or no not. curb, no Seinfeld. He's a he's a sensei in a in a variety of uh in a variety of different uh programs. Okay. Is he kind of typecast to that Asian sensei role? I'd say so. Kind of looked like he could play a monk pretty easily. Monk or sensei? I'd pin him at both. Well, not not Monk, the Tony Shalhoub character, but like a Japanese Monk. No. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Just, just make sure listeners are uh, clear on that. He's definitely not a stand-in for Tony Shalhoub. Right. Uh, so, 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 yeah, the, the next thing I had was the, the scene where he throws, the, the waiter then throws the water at uh, Barry Wiener's dad and kind of kills him. Like, yeah, li- the visual of Larry just lifting his head up with the soy sauce and edamame all over it was just a great shot. Great shot. Almost too good a shot for Curb. Yeah, made, made all-time good Curb shot. I mean, I can't think of that many others. And then we go to the... Is, that, is it a Shiva? Do you think it is? Someone was it's, wearing a was wearing a yarmulke. It's a Jewish event. It's, it might not be a Shiva. It might be right after the actual ceremony, for all we know. A Shiva start the next day, I think. So this is an awkward, awkward scene. I loved Larry's belly button story. <laughs> I love Larry's belly button story, and then the the guy's reaction to it. Yeah, 
It's, like, it's a sad story, and he walks away. That's a terrible story. He just walks. You'll have to excuse me. Well, also, like the guy's like, "Oh, I sell buttons to like garment manufacturers," and that triggers Larry. Oh, I got a belly button story for you. Like, there's no connection. Like, this guy isn't more susceptible to a belly button story because he sells buttons. Yep. <laughs> I actually really like that. As soon as, uh, as soon as they walk in, it's very awkward with Larry being there. Yeah. And Jeff, instead of just standing there, he goes and he takes some food. <laughs> Straight for the food. Straight yep. for the food. And just looks around like an idiot. Yep. Yeah, they, they really... I mean, Jeff really, in these early seasons, nails the, like, fat idiot seen a few times. A hundred percent. And then we have the awkward, awkward exchange of the check. Why he thought that was a good idea is beyond me. Yeah, why would Barry Wiener give it back to him right then, especially when you can't even cash it for a week, is strange. And then, like... I don't know, everyone else's reaction was like, I thought it was really forced. Like, Larry didn't kill the guy. Larry didn't throw the water. Like, there was not a conspiracy. I mean, and, and the guy who's cousin, like, the cousin who, like, attacks Larry. Like, I'm not saying you can't be really attached to an uncle, but, like, if the guy's son is not, like, going crazy, like, why is his nephew going crazy about this? You know? You know, I had one more note about Barry Wiener, and that is. He has a really nice house for a poor guy. I, 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 I didn't write that down. I remember thinking the exact same thing. Like really yeah. nice, like nice furniture, nice wooden it fireplace, like exposed stone inside. Yeah. yeah, it's in LA or somewhere near LA. Like yeah, really I mean, nice house. Suspicious. Yeah. I wouldn't think you should support that working at Delhi, but you never know. And so, then the last scene we have Larry versus the acupuncturist. Yes. Who do you think's in the right here? It's it's interesting. Um, I mean, one of my favorite lines is Larry saying, in English, better doesn't mean better. <laughs> he said that. So, like, that really takes away credibility from his argument. Now, there's a there's a language problem here. Like, in English, better doesn't mean better. Like, yeah. He literally said that word for word. I, I think they both have a good argument. I think the acu. I, I remember thinking Larry used to be in the right. This time I think acupuncture is in the right because Larry didn't follow through with the treatment and did say he was better. Like Larry didn't explain that on the phone at all. So, like I, the acupuncture has every right to assume he won that bet. I think. Yeah, I was even surprised that Larry doesn't go into his defensive mode where he would say something like. My friend Barry Wiener was over, and I just killed his father, or, or yeah. I was on my way to kill his father. But rather, yeah. he just argues that he wasn't actually better, rather than arguing that the circumstance provoked him to say that he was better when he wasn't. Right, right. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think the, I, I don't think the acupuncture just won that bet, but I think Larry didn't prove to him why he, Larry won the bet, so I, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It goes either way. And then what it leads to at the end is the first glimpse of the stare down. Pseudo stare down. Pseudo stare down. And this is so clear that they hadn't made that, like, a trope of Larry David's yet. Correct. And that if this was, like, a season four, five, or six, that final stare down would have been ten seconds long. This was season four, five, or six. They would have had, like, five stare downs in this episode. Yeah. But but there's no way they would the final joke being a stare down they would cut it off like that no way nope like you you see Larry move in and you see him start to tilt his head but that's it you don't see like the full head tilt and the comeback tilt or anything none of it so I didn't even think a stare down came this early actually I didn't think so either but I was pleasantly surprised to see it 
Yeah. You know, I I almost wonder if like it's something like they got an audio like in in an audience response like oh this is funny and then they decide to like make it more into like part of Larry's character. But I, I don't know. We'll find out. We will. And that is that.